Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophets Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Judges, and we begin reading the story of a famous biblical figure, the figure, the person by the name Samson, or Shimshon, and today we read about the circumstances that surrounded his birth. So we start with chapter 13, verse 1, and um, with the familiar theme that anyone that has been studying the book of Judges with us hears this cycle happen repeatedly over and over again. The people of Israel continued to do bad in the eyes of God. And they were ruled over and presumably oppressed by the Philistines, the people of the Pelishtim, for 40 years. The Pelishtim are are now going to be the nemesis of the people of Israel for the next about 150 years or so. Um, interestingly, uh, in until now, every we had the similar story, the cycles over and over again. The people of Israel uh, uh, strayed from the path of God. They ended up being oppressed by another nation, whether it was the Amorites or the Ammonites or the Midianites, the Malachites, etc. Now it's the Philistines. The Plishtim. Um, so, in the other cases, we then learned of uh, of a leader who arose, um, and each one had a, a, a unique circumstances um, uh, from which they arose. He or she. Uh, we read the story of Yiftach, the story of Deborah, the story of, and so on and so forth. Now we're going to learn the story of how Samson arises, and. Similar to some of the other stories, like the story of Yiftach was a person who was rejected by his society. He was an outcast. He was a, 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 a leader of a group of bandits, um, and he became the leader in the end. Um, uh, Gidon, remember, was the story. He was just a lowly um, farmhand, uh, a member of, uh, of one of the lesser clans of Menashe and so on. So now we are going to the Shevet, the, the tribe of Dan. And another very, very humble origin story. There was a man from the town of Tzor'ah, from a family of the Dan, uh, uh, Dan tribe. His name was Manoach. Um, his wife was barren and had not had children. Very familiar theme that... Um, uh, the mother of the story's hero uh, is barren. We, we find this with, um, with um, Abraham and Sarah, that Sarah was barren. We find it with uh, um, Rivka, Yitzchak, and Rebecca was barren. We find it with Rachel was barren. We find this theme repeatedly. We'll find it later in the book of Samuel. We read the story of Hannah, Hannah. So here we have it too. But here we don't hear anything about this woman. All we know is that she's Manoach's wife. We don't even know her name. And there's no story of, of, of her, you know, of her praying or by all the other, um, we, we, by all the other stories that I mentioned throughout the Torah and throughout Tanakh, there's, there's, uh, there's prayers, there's, um, they beseech, God for 
uh, you know, to, to, to help them bear a child. Here we don't hear anything about that. We just know she was barren. And an angel of God appeared to the woman. And he said to her, Behold, you are um, barren and you have not had children. You will get pregnant and you will have a son. And now I'm telling you, you have to be very careful. Do not drink wine or beer. And do not eat any um, unclean food or contaminated food. Does this mean that she should simply keep the rules of kosher? It could be that meaning don't eat foods that you're forbidden, or it could mean don't eat foods that are impure, ritually impure, that technically you'd be permitted to eat, um, as she is not uh, of the priestly caste. However, um, that's not clear. But either way, he's, uh, it's al-tochli be careful what you eat. Uh, because you are going to become pregnant and you're going to have a son. And should not allow a razor to touch his head, meaning do not allow to cut his hair. He will be a Nazir, a Nazirite to God. This boy, from birth. And he will begin to save the people of Israel from the hands of the Philistines. So, in other words, he's telling her, that your son from birth will be holy and special, and he has a mission. He's going to be the one that saves the people. So here, this um, she, we don't know that she ever asked for such a mission. We don't know why she deserves to have a child that's going to have this mission. The child himself, who isn't born yet, is going to be born with this mission, uh, this almost predestined mission, to be holy to God, be special to God, and be the one who saves the people from the Philistines. I want to point out that the approach that I'm going to have to this whole story is the idea that often we, all of us, have a mission, so to speak. Uh, We all have potential to accomplish great things. And we go through life um, sometimes doing everything we can to not fulfill that mission, but the mission chases us, that no matter how hard we try to get away from it, somehow we, we're forced to do it. We have the skills, the world needs this from us, and, and we uh, are constantly being called upon to do it, whether we like it or not. We'd rather sit on the drink and sit on the beach and drink uh, cocktails, in, in, but, but the world chases after us, and people need us. And people call upon this particular skills and, and that we have. Now, Shimshon ha- is going to be born with the skills to be the one who saves the people from the Philistines. And his life is going to be a life of trying to get away from that. But no matter how hard he tries to get away, the mission will chase him. This is what we're going to see. This is the general approach to the story of Shimshon that we're going to see as we read through this. But now we read of his very humble beginnings. He was just from a family that we didn't even bother naming his mother. <laughs> his father, we didn't, we said his name, but we didn't mention anything about his illustrious lineage. He was just a person from Don. But he's going to have a son who's going to be holy and special. 
So imagine this woman is imagining that her son is going to be this very special holy young man who's going to grow and, and uh, avoiding wine and drink and letting his hair grow. He's going to be somewhat of a, of a, of a, of a holy, uh, special spiritual figure. And the woman came, meaning came back home. And she said to her husband as follows, A man of God came to me. So apparently this angel came in the form of a man. And his appearance was like the appearance of an angel of God, very fearsome. In other words, he must have, it sounds like it's shining or glowing or something like that. And I did not ask him um, where he was from. But I just, I had this feeling that he was a man of God, meaning an angel of God. And he did not tell me what his name was. And what he told me was as follows. You're going to become pregnant. You're going to have a son. You should not drink any wine or beer. Do not eat anything that you're not supposed to eat. Because the son that will be born will be a Nazir, a Nazir, a Nazirite of God. Min habeten, from the moment he's born, adio moso, until he dies. He has to remain a Nazir for his entire life. Vayetar Manoach al Adonai vayomar. So Manoach goes and prays to God and says to God, Be Adonai, uh, please, I beg you, God. Isho Elohim asher shalachta, that man of God that you sent, Yavona odeilenu, have him come down to us again. That he should teach us exactly what we should do to this boy who is going to be born. It sounds like Manoach didn't quite uh, trust his wife here. Uh, she already told him what the mission was, but he didn't take it. He didn't believe it. Um, uh, there's, there's some level of mistrust between the two of them um, that um, seems clear. And um, it reminds one of the story of uh, where in the Torah where the Torah discusses uh, the story of the Nazir the, uh, when the Torah discusses the uh, laws of, of a Nazir um, it says it it juxtaposes that story immediately after the laws of a Sota the laws of when a husband suspects his wife of of, of, um, of having an affair with some other man and then the Torah discusses the laws that she, if 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 um, it's unclear if she's been faithful or not, that she she's taken to the temple where she's given this drink, and which will test and find out if she's being truthful or not. Now, immediately after that, the Torah talks about the laws of a nazir. One gets the sense here, and uh, it's, there's a famous uh, saying in the Talmud that. Um, you know, if one sees a sota, if one sees a woman in the temple going through this uh, process, that one should become a nazir, one should uh, separate himself through nazirut. Uh, now, what's the connection? There must have been a thousand uh, sermons about the connection between A and B. But one does get the sense here, you get this feeling of this connection here, even though it's not exactly clear what the connection is. There's some sort of mistrust between Manoach and his wife that's being made clear here. And um, maybe he suspects that she was not actually with an angel, it was with another man. And then somehow it's related to this Nazirut, this, uh, this uh, separating oneself uh, from the worldly pleasures of, of alcohol and unclean foods non-kosher foods so if I use, either way that's something to ponder something to think about i just uh, it's it's 
just glaring from these verses. And God, God listened to Manoach. God saw that Manoach didn't trust his wife. So, and he wanted this message to be clear that it really was an angel of God and it really was a message from God. So the angel came down again to her. Not to him, but to her. And uh, she was out in the fields and her husband, Manoach, was not with her. So then now, uh, so the God seems to be making it clear that it is her, it is she, this unnamed woman who doesn't even, we don't even mention her name. It gives us the hint that she's not even being treated with, uh, with the basic respect, not even by her husband. So, so God is making it clear that it is to her that the angel is coming, not to you. Not even though you, the you meaning the man, the guy that is praying to me, I'm answering your prayer by sending it to her again. So she runs. Vatagad, this is verse ten. Vatagedli isha, and she tells her husband. Vatomer elav, and she tells him. Hine nira elai haisha sherbav ayom elai. The um, the man that came to me the other day appeared to me again. So vayakam vayelach manoach achar ishto. So then now manoach follows his wife out to the fields. Vayavaluish, and they come to the man. So manoach sees that he is actually a man, and he, clearly he's appearing like a man. And he says to him, Are you the man that spoke to the, the woman? He doesn't even say, my wife. He says, the woman. And he says, yes, I am that man. So Manoach said, May your words come true now. Right now, may your words come true. In other words, we hope that it's true that my wife will bear a son. What is? What are the rules that we should make for the boy, and how should we deal with him? Again, he didn't trust her, so he needs to hear it straight from the angel himself. So, the uh, the angel says to Manoach, "Whatever I said to her, that's what you should do." In other words, trust your wife. Now you see that I'm real. Now you see that, that she's not making up the story. Whatever I told her that we should do. And then he, he specifies it again. He makes it clear that you should listen and trust her. Um, but then he says further, Anything that comes out of a, the grapevine that from which wine comes, he should not eat. And she should not drink wine or beer. She should not eat anything. Uh, inappropriate everything that I commanded her tishmar that's what she must keep and 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 observe so um uh, the, again this theme of his mistrust for her and the idea that God keeps on emphasizing that it is in her merit that you have to trust her and listen to her is being emphasized over and over again so now, so Manoach said to the angel of God, Stay, let us keep you here a little longer and let us make you some food to eat. Manoach is doing this similar to that, very similar, this reminds us of the test that Gidon did to the angel who appeared to him, that Gidon also wanted to make him some food and he asked him to stay because Gidon again wasn't sure that that this is truly an angel. He wants to make sure that it's that he truly is an angel and that this isn't some kind of a some kind of a trick. So the angel of God said to Manoach, If you keep me here, 
I will not eat your food. Vimtasa ola, but if you want to bring a sacrifice, then Ladonai Talano, then bring that sacrifice to God. Kilo Because Manoach did not know that this angel was an angel. He thought that this angel was a person. Uh, whether this Yoda means Manoach actually did not know or Manoach wasn't sure. That's unclear. I, I think the better generally Lo Yoda here really means he wasn't clear, he wasn't sure, he wanted to test him to see. If he sits down and eats a meal, clearly he's not an angel. Um, or at least some sort of a test like that. What's your name? So Manoach says to him, What's your name? So that when your word comes true, we will give you honor. Now remember, in those days, he could have very well have been a man that somehow was a fortune teller and was telling him what's going to happen. So Manoach is suspicious that maybe he's not really an angel of God. Maybe he's just some sort of a fortune teller. So therefore, when your word comes true, we'll we'll honor you somehow. But we need to know your name in order to do that. Why are you asking me my name? The angel answers, says to him, "Vuhu peli." My name is Peli. Means it's it's a wonder. It's 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 something that you can't mention. Right? I don't even know. It's my name is Peli. Uh, I don't really have a name. In other words, not a name at least that you as a human being can can know. Vayikach manoach et gedi ha'izim v'yatamincha vayal al atzor ladonai. And one gets the sense here that Manoach doesn't even believe that his wife could possibly be worthy of seeing an angel. Therefore, he keeps on insisting that it must be a person and imagining that it must be a person, even though the, the angel um, uh, seems to be making it clear that, that he's not a human being because he said, I can't eat your food. So anyway, verse 19, so Manoach takes the, the, the goat, um, the, the, the goat and his offering, which is some kind of a, a grain offering, and he brings it on the rock as a sacrifice to God. Umaflila asos, and an unbelievable thing uh, occurred. While Manoach and his wife were watching, an unbelievable thing occurred. As the as the fire uh, uh, went up from the altar to the heavens. And the angel of God went up into the flames to the he- uh, um, uh, to, towards the heaven. He went up. Manoach and his wife saw this as it happened, and they fell to their faces on the ground. So now Manoach had all the proof he could possibly need that this was truly an angel and not a human being, and that this angel actually did appear to his wife and actually did give his wife special instructions and actually did promise him that she needs to practice uh, special holiness during her pregnancy and that the son would be uh, a Nazir and he, that he would have to raise him in a special holy way. And this angel did not come back again to show himself to Manoach and his wife. This is when Manoach knew that he was an angel. It seems like even after that, Manoach still had some doubt. But the fact that he didn't come back made him realize that this wasn't some sort of a trick. Uh, it wasn't some sort of a guy. You kind of get the sense that Manoach might have even had the suspicion that this man was having some sort of affair with her. Um, uh, 
and he assumed that if he was a man and he was playing all kinds of tricks, that he'd be coming back and he'd catch him again with his wife. But because he never came back, then he finally, finally realized that he was actually an angel. And this is the point where Manoach says to his wife, most no most, we're going to die, because we've seen God. Right? How can we survive if we've seen God? Um, now, uh, or, or uh, so, it is, it is a fundamental problem here, because um, he obviously didn't see God. He saw uh, a, a vision which God sent to him to see, yes, but... The, but either way, but the, his wife has to teach him, which is obvious. Vatomarlo should be should have been obvious to him. Vatomarlo Ishto, his wife said to him, Lucha Had God wanted to kill us, Lola he wouldn't have taken our sacrifice. he wouldn't have shown us all this. He wouldn't have have told us this announcement that I'm gonna have a child. What do you mean this whole story? Why are you worried that you're gonna die? Right? No one's dying here. We, he came and gave us good news and we saw this wondrous event. So in other words, your, your concern makes no sense. And again, one wonders why Manoach had this concern, why he was worried when clearly the intent was not um, as some sort of a false humility here of how could we possibly be worthy of such a thing. But anyway, in the end, the woman did give birth to a son Batikra as Shemo Shimshon, and she called his name Shimshon, um, uh, Shimshon meaning the, the, upon whom the sun has shined, Shemesh being the sun, Shimshon shining like the sun. Vayigdal Hanar, and the boy grew up, Vayivorcheu Adonai, and God blessed him. Uh, blessed him here is unclear exactly what that means that God blessed him. Presumably it means that God blessed him with health, with success, with growth, with, uh, and so on. And the Spirit of God began to appear to him in the camps of Don, between the town of Tzara and Eshtol. They lived on some on a farm or a village between those two towns. And the Spirit of God rested upon him. He was noticeably a wise uh, uh, a man, a wise young man, a healthy young man, a strong young man. And um, it was clear that the Spirit of God was upon him. This concludes, uh, this, we now know, uh, this concludes chapter 13 with this young man growing up with these um, interesting parents. Um, but the man is uh, now already gaining respect as a man of God. And his life and his exploits will be the subject of the next several chapters. Thank you so much for studying chapter 13 together. Looking forward to studying chapter, the rest of the story of Samson and the rest of this book of Judges together.